You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is none other than the other host of this show, Zach, young, dumb, and broke Batista. Zach, how you doing, my man? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, my day's been a bit hectic, but I'm pulling through it, so can't really complain after that. Yeah. We have a very special episode of Independent Waters today. Today... We are not going over uh, some matches we brought to the table. We are taking a look at uh, a big indie wrestling debut pay-per-view that aired on the 23rd of July of this year, 2022, and that is Garden State Pro Wrestling's Welcome to Eden event that took place in the Hart Ballroom in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, This was their debut event, their first ever wrestling show for this company. Uh, and we wanted to take a look at it because we are an independent wrestling podcast and who would we be if we didn't look at the new independent wrestling promotion but putting mm-hmm. on their first show. Yeah, so, the card is uh, stacked. That's for And the card was stacked, so we had to, we really wanted to watch it, and we did it. It was awesome. Uh, let's go. Speaking of the card, let's go over it really quick. We got oh Alan Angel. We have, we have, first off, they have a Garden State Pro Wrestling Openweight Title uh, Heavyweight Championship Tournament. So... Basically, they're going to be having like a tournament to decide their first champion, and they have a bunch of matches for it on the card tonight, uh, and a bunch of other matches as well. Going down the card from top to bottom, we have Alan Angels taking on Kevin Blackwood. We have a tag team match between ba- Balian Aki Heather and Heather Monroe taking on Dark Sheik and Jai Vidal. Uh, we also have a. Uh, we also have another singles match between Titus Alexander and Calvin Tankman. We have a trios match between Young Dumb and Broke, Charlie Tiger, Griffin McCoy, and of course Jordan Oliver taking on Team H2O, Austin Luke, Marcus Mathers, and Reed Walker. We mm-hmm. have we have a Triple A Reina De Reina's title match between Taya Valkyrie and Trish Adora. We have an we have another Garden State Pro Wrestling Openweight Title Tournament match between Brian Keith and Effie. Uh, we have Robert Martyr taking on Davey Richards, a triple threat match between Miyu Yamashita, Billy Starks, and Janai Kai, and of course the main event, Josh Alexander versus Konosuke Takashita. Wow. Yeah, uh, imagine my surprise not knowing about half these matches, because that was not everything I saw advertised, and being like, how long is this pay-per-view? Three hours and it's 15 a big minutes. Pay-per-view. Yeah, it's a good I, one. Coming off my con, I was like, 
Jesus, that's a lot of wrestling, and I had to catch up on other wrestling. I'm still not caught up in AEW yet. It is a good, it is a, a fat one, and we have a lot of wrestling to talk about. So why don't we jump right on into it with the first match of the night, which is Alan Angels taking on Kevin Blackwood in, uh, in the Garden yes. State Pro Wrestling Open Weight Title uh, for, for tournament first round tournament match. Yeah, this I assume is going to determine who the first champion of the actual promotion is. Yes, that's what the the plan is. I believe. So uh, this match. I mean, first off, I gotta say, just props to the announcer of this show right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Dude had hella good vibes and energy, and his jacket was top tier. Yeah, uh, definitely a home run. It was like a Bob Ross painting on his jacket, and it, literally, it, it, it popped. It, it was really good for the the title. Welcome, it was like Welcome to Eden, right? It was, it was like a Garden mm. of Eden on his jacket. Oh, that's clever. I it was. It was his. Listen, before like it's like like Zach said before we get into any wrestling, f- that jacket. And the ring announcer, great. So we are off to a great start this pay-per-view already. Mm-hmm. Commentary uh, uh, was great, too. I forgot the other the, person. The commentary team. team is Alyssa Marino and Veda Thank Scott. You. Veda Scott's always a top-tier commentator. And Agreed. Alyssa did a great job in this one as well. And the crowd was very good for this show in general. So you're not going to get a dead crowd when if you buy this pay-per-view. Yeah, this was a solid show all around. And let's talk about this first match between Alan Angel and Kevin Blackwood. Oh, my goodness, what a slugfest. Yeah, this was uh this match caused by these two having Twitter beef where Angels hates Blackwood but also respects him. Uh and they just went shot for shot, strikes for strikes, sequences for sequences. Like it was literally like a mirror for the other one. Mhm. It was a it was like a take on everything you I you can do, I can do better except where as opposed to I can do better, it's I can hurt you more. Yeah. Uh and these two were just trading back and forth all match until Allen Angels finally comes out on top in the end and wins in 12 minutes and 9 seconds. It was a. I very much liked a lot of the strikes in this match. They're a, a lot of them sounded good and looked great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt nice to see Allen Angels win this match, uh, especially after he left AEW to pursue the indie scene. So it's nice to see that he's finding success. Yeah, since he left AEW, he's been on a he's been on a little bit of a roll. Mm-hmm. It seems to be the uh, what's the word uh, the track record for a lot of AEW people that leave to prove or. Either get themselves to be better or just prove their worth, and I'm glad to see he's doing well. Yeah, me too. Uh, uh, Since our nine matches, make this short, sweet, and to the point. I thought the match was solid, had good paging, and was a good start to it. Uh, it's going to get a meh from me. Yeah, uh, I agree. It was solid. Uh, I'm going to go with a high meh, actually. I, it, it nice. was a, I, I thought it was a great way to kick off the whole event. Uh, it really got the energy up. It really, I think it really showed off the style of matches we're going mm-hmm. for here in this promotion yes. because it was uh it was like I said it was a great introduction to, to what we were going to be watching the rest of the pay-per-view it's very hard hitting back and forth matches uh with a lot of action mm-hmm. except for the few that were <laughs> we'll, we'll get to those in a second do you remember how angels won i do i wrote down every finish cool uh the finish came after angels nearly put blackwood away by hitting with a super kick off the top rope Got him a near fall, so he jumped on him, and he locked him in the modified rings of Saturn, where he used his leg to, like, basically choke out Blackwood as he put him in it, and he tapped out. I don't think he tapped out, because wasn't he elbowing him, and then the ref stopped the match? I think, actually, yeah, maybe he pinned him for that. I think it was, I know, I think it was just a stoppage, and the ref was like, we're done, we're done, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're beating yeah. him too hard, Angel, stop! <laughs> Angels stop. I mean, he did say, they did say pre this match, Angels did not like Blackwood. They even shook hands, and he cut a promo and was like, Fuck Blackwood. Still a great wrestler, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, having the wrestlers cut a promo after every match for this tournament. Yeah, having like the quick idea. the quick interview at the end. Awesome. 
gives the newcomers that don't know any of these people a good taste of their personality as well as giving them a chance to show off their promo skills and also kind of hypes you up if you want to get the next show to see the next stage in the tournament so angels moves through to the semis yeah if you want to see the next stage of the tournament which me and zach will be attending by the way I'll be excited for that. I'll be at good. their at their next event, which uh, what, hold on, what, let me see what it's called. Welcome to uh, welcome. It's uh, the, oh, they named this on the show, and I'm pissed. I can't remember because it was another it was another play on Garden or Paradise. Th- thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Uh, yeah. So their next show uh will have their their next big event uh which is at the end of August will have the round two of the open weight title tournament. And that is at the event Thy Kingdom Come, and me and Zach already have tickets to it, so we will update you when it happens. <laughs> yes. Moving on to the next match, we've got Heather Monroe and Balian Aki. Was originally going to be Edith Surreal, but they had to make some last-minute changes, so okay. here we are. But, Edith's, like, Balian Aki, I, I, didn't, I thought was a great substitution. <laughs> Uh, bringing I've in been... some bringing in some Choco Pro reps, what was bringing a Choco Pro representation was great. He won me over with the one match we watched on the show, and I've watched Choco Pro like casually. And him and Maysuruga and Emi Sakura and the whole cast there is always entertaining to watch. So I was actually pleasantly surprised to see him here. Yeah, but that's not to take away from the other team they're going against, which is Jay Vidal and Dark Sheep. I'm sorry, you have to. It's yeah, Dark Sheik. Yeah, that, that was a great call. That was, that was the Sheesh into Sheik was choice. So this match basically became a matter of, at the start at least, of can Monroe and Aki get along as well? Spoiler alert: Yeah, they yeah they can. can. <laughs> it was they they did great. I found it very amusing that they turned a slight error in the entrance music where they played Balian's uh, theme after Monroe's theme. So mm-hmm. Sheik and Jay came out, didn't hear their theme, got annoyed, left, came back out, had their entrance, and then at the start of this match, you could just hear Monroe being mad about them taking their time with their entrance when those two took up more time. Mm-hmm. Choice. Uh, this match was actually really good. Yeah. Like, I really liked this match more than I initially thought I was going to. Yeah, there was a great there was great team great teamwork throughout this match. There was great like singles match. Like, everybody put on great matchups with each mm-hmm. other. Like yes. no matter who was no matter which two were in the ring at a time, it was great wrestling. This match had a lot of really good like double team offenses as well as some like Mikey said some good uh, one-on-ones. Like for instance, Jay and Aki I think had my favorite ones cuz these two were kicking the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. There's only one issue that I have with not this match, but this part in the pay-per-view. This is where the audio quality fell off a cliff. Yeah, they mentioned it later on. They uh, the commentary mentioned it later on, but they had they had some audio issues. I mean, so, I, you can't blame them. It yeah, was the, it's their first. It was like it's their first ever event, first it ever live just, stream. There's bound to be some issues. Unfortunate, because it made it awkward to listen to, but it didn't stop my enjoyment of the match. Also, it didn't last for the rest of the time. It didn't last for the sure, rest of the show. It, it only lasted for a little bit. Uh, there was, oh man, there were some really good spots here. Sheik's hot tag was awesome. Uh, mm. Aki's absolute blitz of strikes, followed by the Blue Thunder backbreaker on yeah. Sheik, and the Bichinoku driver for the Monroe. The Bichinoku driver's a great name, Great. Always. I think after this, too, Monroe actually pinned Jay with the, uh, uh, hammerlock wing clipper. Yes. Didn't... Uh, but, you know, this was really good, and I thought that my favorite part about this match probably was the fact that not only did they work well together, everyone stood out in their own way. I agree. For me, specifically, Jay, why I'd never heard of before this match, 
really stood out. Jay Vidal, yeah, was a really impressed me. Definitely great showed up. Great in the ring. Really, like, he just fit in well with these three people that I already seen before. I give this match a high meh. I had a really good time watching it. I agree. Uh, I'm with you there. High bad. This match was awesome. A great tag team match. Uh, even yeah. though Balian was a sub was a substitute for Eva Surreal, it was he still made. an absolute. He, he made the best of it, and it was an the absolute blast of a moment. match. Ha ha. Yeah, an absolute blast of a match, and I I hope it brings. I hope it brought more eyes to Choco Pro. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. They are very good. Uh, next up, we got. Another uh, tournament match for the Garden State Open for the Garden State Open Weight Title. Yeah, that's gonna be a um, Yeah, the Garden State Pro Wrestling Open Weight Title is a big is a lot of mm-hmm. words, but yeah. I like saying Garden State Open Weight. That is fun. <laughs> like, it's got to be it's like a jingle. Yeah. Garden State Open, open Weight. weight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have Titus Alexander taking on Calvin Tankman. Uh, Tankman looked like an absolute monster in this yeah. one. The crowd also fucking despised Titus, especially when he went to go give this little girl in the crowd a high five, and he fucking faked her out. And if that yeah, it's a New Jersey, high. it's a New Jersey crowd, and this guy is from what did they say? He was from California, West of course. Coast. Yeah, of course. So he was already boo him. Yeah, uh, Titus spent a lot of this match being an absolute chicken shithead heel. Just, like, running away from Tankman, reasonably so. Yeah, this match started off with them squaring up and uh, Alexander immediately running out of the ring twice. <laughs> to be honest, a lot of this match was Tankman just absolutely whipping the shit out of Titus. Mm-hmm. There was moments where he would just out-wrestle him. There was a point where he literally, like, caught him mid-suicide dive and it looked like out of, like something out of, like, a video game. Because he, like, just caught him in the middle of the air, picked him up, and threw him into the ring post. Mm-hmm. There was a spot here where the crowd, like, held his arm, so Tankman chopped the shit out of him. There was another point where Calvin clocked him in the face with, like, a right hook that just looked deadly, and Titus just collapsed. He then back elbowed him in the face, also sounded disgustingly effective. And then there was the ending of this match. Because Titus, while he did this whole match, was basically kind of working Tankman's leg over as best he could. Mm-hmm. But Tankman was just kind of, like, an unstoppable force, and he was just basically trying to... What's the word here? Like, basically withstand the offense and try to find a, a chip, a, a clink in his armor. Whatever. A, chink, a chip, chink in his armor, yeah. Chink in his armor, that's the word. And the match actually came to an end after he withstood a brutal pop-up spitting backfist into a powerbomb, into a form to the back that of the That spitting backfist was bonkers. He murdered him. He fucking were... just wiped yeah. him. Yeah, the Calvin Tankman strikes in this one every time lo- it looked like Titus was getting hit by a truck. Ironically enough, Calvin was so confident in this match, it kind of led to his downfall because after he hit him with this forearm, Alexander was able to turn his pin into a roll-up and he grabbed his tights and he actually beats him. Yeah. And crowd, to the displeasure of the crowd, and I was just like, well, shit. I'm like, all right, maybe with the next show, I'll get to see him wrestle a more even match because he got his ass whooped. He sold like hell for Tankman, though. Yeah. What would you uh, give this match, Mikey? I'm a bit torn on this. I'm giving this one a meh. It was solid. Uh, it was a great... I think it was a great show-off for Calvin Tank, but he still looked like a beast, even though he lost. Uh, he got a little protected with the uh, the tights, grabbing the tights finish. He was pissed, uh, too, after that. Yeah, he was super pissed. I'm sure there's going to be uh, more matches between these two down the line. Mm-hmm. I'd give this match also a meh. Yeah. Going yeah, off from that absolute uh, slugfest from <laughs> Tankman, we get... A surprise six-man tag match. Yeah, we got we got Team H2O, which is Austin Luke, Marcus Mathers, and Reed Walker taking on none other 
then Young Dumb, Young Dumb, Young Dumb, Young Dumb, Young Dumb. and Bro, and bro. Uh, Charlie Tiger, Griffin McCoy, and Jordan Oliver. Uh, we haven't. They they mentioned that we haven't seen these three team up as Young Dumb and Broke in a long time. Mm-hmm. I did not realize Young Dumb and Broke was a team. I just thought that was Jordan Oliver's thing. Yeah, Only no, they've, they've up... been at, they they started off, uh, Jordan Oliver, his career started off with them, I think. I think he, uh, Young Dumb and Broke is where he was originally, and then he broke off as a singles competitor for a while, and now that they're, and now he's back with, uh, back with Charlie and Griffin, and they're back into being Young Dumb and Broke. I don't know for how long, but I know, at least for this one. I know that there's at least five members. And I was like, five shit. Okay. Yeah, th- I think I think these are the original. I want to say these are the original three, though. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Mm. Well, anywho, uh, this match for the summary for you all is it's a pretty decently paced match with a lot of young dumb bro kind of cutting off Luke. I believe it was from his team, mm-hmm. and then it greatly ramps up in speed towards the end of this match. Yeah, once Luke gets that hot tag, yeah. things just things are just chaos, right? It's just yeah, that's he, where it gets bonkers. Yeah. Mathers cleared the ring because he suplexed his way through the entire team of Young Dub and Broke. That was awesome. Then Jordan eventually later in the match that reminded me of the that reminded me of the Will House Spinebreaker spot mm-hmm. from uh the yeah. from Dynamite a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Then Jordan eventually later hit the Cleopatra into the power bomb into the pump kick to the face to Mathers, which looked sweet mm-hmm. uh, as hell. Then there was the sequence that I like to say where everyone just gets knocked down because they know each other's offense. Like, Walter got cut off by McCoy. Luke kicked out Tiger's leg, and then he DDT'd him off the apron because Mathers double-stomped him in the back. Mm-hmm. Then Oliver suicide dived into Mathers, and then Walker hit a suicide dive tornado DDT outside onto Oliver, and they were always, like, in a pile on the outside. They did another spot where they everyone kept going for a suicide dive and kept getting cut off, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And it was topped off with uh, Jordan being Hurricane Ronda out of the ring into, I believe it was McCoy on the outside. Yes. Which is a nice, fun spot. Uh, and then it came to a head at the end after all this chaos when Jordan and McCoy kicked the shit out of Walker, literally. Like, they just kicked his ass. And then um, Jordan Sir- German suplexed him into the mat, and then Tiger speared Lucas. He was getting him to help his friend, and then Jordan McCoy did like the shield double elevated like slam onto Walker and won the match. Mm-hmm. Personally, I see a lot of potential in everyone in this match, not including Jordan Oliver, because I already know he's great. And yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing more out of them. The two that actually stood out to me the most was Tiger and Mathers, because the two of them just had this energy to them that, that like kind of just they just showed in their faces, and I was like, yeah, no, this guy seems like he'd be great to watch. Yeah, I can this, see him having like a lot of potential in the future. This the was a great well, trios match. No one was a bad wrestler in this match. Just these two had like the personality as well that I was like, oh, I see potential. Like Tiger came off as like Young Dumb and Bro's biggest fan, even though he's yeah. like, the OG. I was like, love it. And Mathers was like waving the flag of H2O, and I'm like, respect. Biggest cheerleaders for each team. And they but they also kick the shit out of each other. So kind of biggest fan will say. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that though, I'm gonna give this match. What? Um, oh, I'm in the middle of recording right now. I'm gonna give this match a meh. Yeah, same. Well, actually, Response. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a high bet. I I was really I was th- this whole pay per view I was super into. So I mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm going high meh here. I think the Strios match was nuts. It I was, was le- on it. I I liked it a lot. I don't blame you at all. There was a lot of spots where I was like, Mikey would like this. This is some lucha ass fucking trio shit right here. Yeah. Uh, now this next match. Uh, is I think one of my favorites on the whole card. Oh. It was Taya Valkyrie versus Trisha Dora uh, for the AAA Reina de Reina's title. 
Yes. Good lord, this was awesome. <laughs> these two, these two, it, it, it was a heavy, it was a way heavier hitting match than I expected. Hmm. I, I definitely di- don't think I liked this match as so much as you did. I liked it, but I didn't love it. I thought there were. I, I was into it. I thought there were some spots that were really sweet. I like the the one spot where, uh, like, Adora like knocked Valkyrie into the corner and Valkyrie bounced back off and hit her with a spear. That was mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, that was a good spot. I thought they were just they were. I thought the shots they were trading were just solid, and I thought this match was great. I think my favorite part of the match was actually the brawl on the outside. Yeah, chopped the ring post. That was where I was like, all right, that all looks right, so this. brutal. Mm-hmm. And you know there was a, a couple sequences, but I remember being myself like, "This is good." I was hoping to be a, I'd be more into it, but you know, unfortunately, not in the cards. Mm-hmm. I believe Taya picked up the win. I, of course, I know this. Taya picked up the win. She got the uh, double underhook face buster that she calls the Road to Valhalla, which is a fucking awesome name. Mm-hmm. When she ducked the uh, the, I believe it was like a clothesline from Trish. And I actually one of the things I liked the most about this match was how Taya, despite getting her ass kicked by Trish a lot of this match, looked like she was having a good time. Yeah. Kind of like a like the, like a warrior savoring like a well-fought battle. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is a good fucking fight. Mm-hmm. She kept getting up, even though she kept getting her ass kicked at points. <laughs> you know, yeah. she... You know, I... I have a feeling you're going to give this match a high merit markup. For me, it was a meh. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna go with the high bet. I like, I like. I, it's another match I was just into. I just think I every know, match I'm, on this I'm, card was just I'm, heavy hitting and kind of dope. This is rare that you and I actually have such differing opinions occasionally on matches, and I'm yeah. fine with it. You know, th- I thought this was solid. There was a, it was a good match. I mean, I Trisha Dora is like one of my favorite independent wrestlers out there in terms of like female wrestlers, and Ty Valkyrie is great from what I have seen and heard about. I haven't watched as many matches from her now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. I think I've watched like two or three. Which is weird when you think about it. Yeah. But anywho, uh, to quote Taz, I digress. <laughs> we then got a bit of a 15-minute intervention here. and inter- uh, In- Intermission. And intermission, that's the word. And then... 15-minute intervention. Probably the match I was most looking forward to when I saw the uh, setup for the racket matches, which was Effie versus Brian Keith. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I'm high on Brian Keith. The man is a boss in the ring and effie is effie like effie can do anything that you need him to do yeah effie um, killed it for those effie of you killed that, it keith killed it this match was mm-hmm. great for those of you that have uh need some slight context for this match these two have fought a total of twice two times mm-hmm. and effie has won both of them so yeah. brian was out of this match to prove that he could finally have he had effie's number finally the chop off sorry the chop off at the fun was start oh my god the ch- holy shit <laughs> holy shit now you can tell that i've been like on the, holy moly! <laughs> I'm leaving that in. That was good. Oh my god! It's the fine. chop off at the fun was start. <laughs> you, I couldn't. Have t- I couldn't have scripted that better. No, that it was, was like it a, was really funny. That was a complete brain spasm. <laughs> the chop off at, at the, the start was fun. Yeah, because Effie told Brian to chop him because if you don't know Effie, Effie likes to be a bit abused in the ring. Effie likes it. Daddy likes it. And he invites Keith to do so. And they do get into a bit of a chop-off, but the thing that I found the most entertaining was not only was Effie the first one to then break the honor of this fight by kicking him, or trying to kick him, he then got Keith in the corner, hip-thrust it into his gut, and then choked him out with his legs. And I was like, what an asshole. It's a, yeah, I mean, it's Effie. You tell this man to fight to chop you, and then you just pull one over him on him. And then after that, I think he put him in like a tarantula... And then mm-hmm. he spin a Rooney behind him, and I was like, "What 
What a fucking effing did they, did they Didn't they call it the Efferuni? Yes, the Efferuni. <laughs> and then, idea. for karma's sake, uh, Keith grabbed him and exploder suplexed him out of the fucking ring to the outside. Yup. As I've written near my notes, karma's a bitch. <laughs> you know, there were some really, like, solid strikes in this match. There were some fun spots here where, like, Effie had, like, an ineffective titty twister, but then he had a super effective titty bite. Yep. on Keith and see, Keith did a really good job of selling well like afterwards you can see him going like oh my fuck what the fuck man yeah Effie got a really awesome sequence here where he backhanded him in the face front handed him in, again when he turned around Atomic dropped him and then hit a backdrop into a dragon sleeper which I'll see Effie, Effie pull off as much usually is always a nice surprise when he does mm-hmm. it was like a Greco-Roman lock too behind it there were <laughs> There was a lot of really good spots to this match. Keith was the bounty hunter. If you've ever not see, uh, seen Brian Keith, you'd know. But for those of you who don't, Brian Keith has the fastest hands in the West in the ring. Yeehaw. You step up to him and you chop him, you best be ready to get a receipt. And uh, he was he was not pulling his punches. Yup. I also love the spot where after nearly being rolled up off of a superplex that Keith did, he kicked out at one, got planted by the sack rider from Effie, kicked out of that somehow. And then Effie ran at him, got kneed in the face, and then he just picked Effie up with a tiger with a tiger driver he calls the Emerald Tiger Driver, and he won. Mm-hmm. And I like this because he, it was first off a really nice moment for Keith for picking up the win finally on Effie. Yep. And I love the promo he cut on Titus uh, Alexander. He's going up to next match. He's like, I saw the bullshit he had because, as I said, Titus was a chicken shit heel for like a quarter of his match. He's like, that shit don't fly with me. Yeah. And I'm like, see, that's a great way to promote a match. Because if the crowd hates him, you just want to see Brian Keith, this badass, teach this dude a lesson. Beat the crap out of him, right? Bounty Hunter's got you in his sights. You ain't running away from him. He'll hunt your ass down. Hell yeah. I gave this match a high man. This was like... I'm with you you there, yeah. It was a perfect blend of, like, solid, hard-hitting strikes as well as just fun, Effie-style stuff in the ring that you'd expect from him. Mm -hmm. All in all, it was great, though. So yeah, nice start off for the second half of the card. Yeah. I think right after that, we went right into the next match, we actually. Right... Oh my god, this match. We this got Robert Martyr taking on fuck. Davey Richards. Holy moly. What a moly. goddamn sleeper match. A lot of my favorite matches were matches that I was like not expecting to be as much of a banger match as I thought. These two killed each other. This was a textbook definition of like a... Like a, a new... Honestly, a New Japan style match. Yeah. Like, this match... Okay. To give you guys the context... In the in the words of good old JR, this one was a slobber knocker. Yeah. So the context you'd get in this match is basically that Martyr twisted his ankle, like, or, or sprained his ankle at the, on Monday, which is, like, a couple days before this, obviously. Mm-hmm. This, it happens on Saturday. So on Saturday, there was... No one was sure if he could actually wrestle this, so he showed up, so we were like, okay, so he's got a hurt ankle. And, uh, <laughs> he did a really shit job at impressions, because Dave Richard comes into the ring, he's about to do his thing... And Robert Marr just walked right up into his face and was just talking shit. And I'm like, wow, way to get a guy to hate you right off the bat before he's even fought you. Yeah. Uh, these two had a really technical start to this match. A lot really? of toe-to-toe holds being traded mm-hmm. here. A lot of strikes. And the strikes looked fucking brutal. Un- unreal. Unreal. And those holds looked sadistic as hell. These mm-hmm. two sold their ass off for these holds. So the player, I was like, oh, he's in real pain. Yeah, they both Ooh. sold their asses off. They both looked great doing it. Like, they both made each other look amazing. Mm-hmm. This match was just a 
a yeah. absolute banger. Oh, there were slobber knockers on the outside where I I fucking love the kick. Richard's kicks were some Kenta ass kicks if I've ever seen them. Yep. Shit fucking were like gunshots. Fucking Martyr did a really, really good job of like just showing how hard he was pushing himself with his facial expressions. Like you could feel the amount of effort he was putting into this match to win like how badly he wanted this win. Yeah. Every hole, you could tell he was really like, come on, I don't want to lose this. Come on, I could push through this. And in the end, it makes you want him to win. You're just pu- you're pulling for him so hard. Even though he was a shithead at the start of this match, you're like, come on. You've weathered the storm of Richard's attacks. You're, just, you're yeah. working him down. Come on. Martyr made, him, Martyr made himself the, the underdog. He, he, was, he, he played an amazing he underdog in this match. the fuck out of Richard's offense. Like, Richard's did a really good job of basically showing, like, you make a mistake, he'll fucking rip you apart for it. Uh, good news is Martyr does end up winning this match. Yes, after he escaped three back-to-back ankle locks on from Richards, which is his finisher, and he had been working his leg the whole match, by the way. Mm-hmm. Martyr was able to finally counter a ankle lock with a roll-up, and he actually caught Robert um, Richards lacking. And just the absolute joy he had was contagious. Yeah. He was shaking. He ran up to the ref and grabbed him like, holy fuck, I won. Yeah. The crowd was all on it. It was great. Richards gave him a fucking handshake. He's like, that is fucking pro wrestling. And like mm-hmm. a like a total dad moment of like, I'm proud of you. Yeah, he was like, he, Richards was like, you busted me open. That's how you fucking wrestle. And I was like, what a goddamn fucking match. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to give it the mark out. I yeah. really fucking like that, that match. That match was awesome. promo was great. I even forgot Angel's promo where Angel's basically was like, I've beat Richards already. And mm-hmm. Martyr, I'll take him out. And Martyr's was like, you already had your shot before you lost. It's my fucking ring and my time now. And I'm going to show you why. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. Oh. Let's I'm stoked. Go. Martyr versus Angel's is going to be dope. I can Actually, already see it. I'm stoked to see uh, how Angel's is going to deal with Martyr's technica- uh, technical wrestling and how Angel's is going to put Martyr down. Because Martyr, oh boy, man, had like fucking nine lives in this match. There yeah. were several times I was like, he's dead. You he's dead. Him. He's dead. You murdered him. <laughs> or, or like, I don't know how you stand him right now. Yeah. Uh, mark out for that one, definitely. Oh, uh, yeah. Next up, we have a triple threat match between Billy Starks, Janai Kai, and Miyu Yamashita. Um, wow. This was a great match. This too. was this was sick, yeah. Uh, very high impact with all these three. We had the... the I was I was most excited to see Janai Kai and uh, Yamashita just trade kicks. And that was... I, exactly I, what I, was <laughs> I and they did, and I was stoked about it because man, these two kicked the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. These three kicked the crap out yeah. of each other. My favorite, actually, my favorite part of this match that I wasn't expecting was how Billy Starks showed so much goddamn heart for being in this match to kick demons, and she's like, "I'm gonna fucking win this match. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking try it my damnedest." Like the part where she did the Joker driver to, um, I believe it was uh, Yamashita. Yeah. Where she fucking cradled her off an electric chair and just fucking slammed her into the mat. I was like, that move is sick. Yeah. She was, like, screaming her heart out. The suicide dive into both of them. The mm. part where she got absolutely reamed with the roundhouse kick on the top rope. And everyone was like, Oh, my Ooh. God. And that was she just brutal. Headbutted her in the face. Knocked Yamashita almost off the top rope. Then we got the Tower of Doom spot that you always get. And then the ending was great, too. Uh, where... Miu ducked a palm swipe for Billy, and she just clapped Kai in the face and knocked her out the ring. Mm-hmm. And Miu took Billy out, 
by caving her head in with a skull kick. Yeah, it looked like, Billy just looked like she died. Like, you know, if you look up a compilation of Miu's skull kicks, like, she literally, it, to quote someone from Reddit, it's like cement being slammed into the side of your head and you're just yeah, out. Yeah, it's like somebody gets hit with this kick and they their whole body just ragdolls, right? Mm-hmm. They're just, like, done. Overall, though, I thought this was a very solid match with very solid pacing to it. Like, there was never a dull moment in this match and it felt like everyone kept trying to be involved in the match, which I, as I will say every time, is a good thing. Yeah. You want it to feel like a triple threat match and not three one-on-one match, even though it's probably easier to do three one-on-one matches. I, I like have that. And it did feel, I think it did have that triple threat feel and I thought mm-hmm. it was really intense. It was a short match, but I thought it had a lot of action going right into it. And mm-hmm. crowd was uh, over as fuck for like, Oh, yeah. Everyone. Especially yeah, Yamashita. Oh, it, my God. Everyone loves Yamashita. Oh, she's on a tear she's right now. over as hell. What do you want to give this match, Mikey? I'm giving it a high man. I think I'm going to go with you there. I was torn on, like, the meh high man, but I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, this match was, this is a good match. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. uh, and last but not least, we have our main event of the evening. We have oh, Josh damn. Alexander taking on Konosuke Takashita. Whoa. What a fucking match, man. I saw this match. Take- this match I- should fuck. I'm so right? bad at saying Japanese names. Take- Konosuke Takeshita. Takeshita, okay. Thank you, uh, Excalibur. That's the only reason I know how yeah. to pronounce that name, because I said Takashita the first time I read that. I always, I always used to say Takashita, too, but then I, I heard everybody pronounce it. I was like, oh, shit, I was doing it wrong this whole time. So it's it's, Konosu- it's Konosuke Takashita. Konosuke? Konosuke? Got it. Takeshita. Takeshita. Yes. Oh, man. Now, this match starts off with a pretty... I had the same problem with Miyu last match. I can't... It, it is what it is. The, you're, the, you're not on purpose... Trying your best. <laughs> Anywho, this match starts off with actually pretty even back and forth until Alexander kicks out to catch his leg. And at that point, the walking weapon is just like, I'm going to murder your leg. Yeah. You will not stand by the end of this match. And there were some really, really good spots in this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a spot where Takeshi was running the ropes and Alexander just speared him in the gut, grabbed him, and then just suplexed him, which looked great. Yeah, There was the chop-off between these two, which is awesome. There was the one where Alexander pulled his straps down and just fucking wiped him with a running back elbow. Yup. Just wailing on him. Lariat out of the corner when he was like, one leg was just on the fucking rope. He just jumped out of him. It was great. <laughs> and then he hit his awesome, like, his, like, fucking Sonic levels of running, uh, jumping Lariat, where it looks like he just throws his whole body at his opponent. Yeet. There was some also brutal spots from Alexander, like one where t- Takeshi was in an ankle lock, and he used the ropes to get up, so Alexander was like, okay, I'll let him go, and he flipped him out of the ring, and he just ate the apron on his way out. Oh, that looks so brutal. There was also uh, the absolutely insane spot where Alexander missed his moonsault, and Takeshi just ran at him, and his knee just knocked him out. Basically, I was like, oh, God. That was (laughs) gross. Yeah, it was brutal. Um, there was the standoff on the apron where they kept trying to knock each other. Uh, they, I think Alexander went for like a pile driver. Takeshi was going for like a German. And in the end, Takeshi fucking formed him in the face and then just slaughtered him with a running knee that knocked his mouth guard out. Yeah, that was so sick. And then there was the spot where Takeshi kicked out of the lariat from Alexander at one. Alexander, which I've never seen him do this before, takes off his headgear and fucking throws it at him. Runs at Takeshita. Takeshita brain busters him. Alexander kicks out at one. The, crowd, the is, crowd is going b- ballistic at this point. It's like, what the fuck? And they just go back and forth with Takeshita 
keeps trying to get Alexander down for the count, but Alexander is like a fucking snake. He just keeps grabbing his ankle and trying to put him in this ankle lock. And in the end, with nothing left, Takeshita hits him with a German, but because his leg had been worked over the whole match, he can't keep it. Alexander puts him in an ankle lock. He looks like he's about to tap. He slams his hand on the ground to start to either move or tap. And then the time limit, which hadn't been relevant until this match, hits. Mm -hmm. One thing to note that we should have probably said at the beginning, but we'll say now for those of you watching, is that this promotion actually has like a 15-minute time limit for normal matches and then a 20 for its main event and championship matches. Yes. Which is a good thing to know in the future. So we get a fucking draw between these two. And they're both like, I will fight you again. Anytime, anywhere, and Josh is like, agreed. Except there won't be any fucking time limit this time. Yeah, Josh, like, John, they just they just want to fight and fight and fight. I am fine with that, 100%. I don't care if it's an Impact, I don't care if it's AEW, I don't care if it's fucking Japan. I need to see that rematch. Mm-hmm. Holy moly, that match is fucking amazing, though. Yeah. Ah, that is a mark out for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a mark out for me, too. This match was absolutely wild berserk yeah like i this was a fucking this is a hell of a show closer mm-hmm. overall though a great first promotion from garden state yeah and absolutely and like this is for their first show ever this was a a, a great way to introduce yourself good lord they came out swinging. yeah <laughs> i looked at this card and i was like damn yeah garden got... state pro wrestling was like listen 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 we're not gonna. We're listen. If we're gonna be a wrestling promotion, we're gonna fucking do it up. They got DDT. They got people from DDT, Impact, uh, Choco Pro, AEW. There's people all over the goddamn place. Like, like they said, there's wrestlers from all over the world from all a bunch of different promotions. They, the triple, uh, the triple A Raider the Reina's title was defended on this card. It is. They very much embrace the uh, the forbidden door. Uh, I I'm not even gonna say trend. I'm hoping it's a norm that's been embraced these days, where like everyone's like, "Fuck it, everyone wrestles everywhere," and that's it's such a good idea. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Uh, what a great a great such a such a great introduction that me and Zach saw that tickets were on sale for their next show uh, close to our houses, and we were like, "We're going right." Yeah, and we and we, we, we like. We were we in the middle of watching the pay, in the middle of watching this first pay per view as we were like we gotta get tickets to the next one we have to it was just that yeah. good I am quite excited the card for the next show I believe they they didn't announce all it's the a, matches and it's it's only it's only in like Monroe which is only like a half hour like like twenty twenty five minutes a half hour away from my house yeah fuck uh, yeah I'm it'll in. be I'm in <laughs> I'm in it'll be uh Say that less. show hopefully will live up to this one but uh you know what. Before I forget, Mikey, what would you give this match? I give it a mark out with you. I was uh, I was all in on it. It was absolutely bonkers, and I loved every second of it. And what would you give the pay-per-view as a whole? The pay-per-view as a whole gets a mark out. I think every match delivered, uh, every match was good. Every match was good to great. Uh, there was like I don't think a single match missed on this card. Um mm. I thought everything delivered. Everybody put on an absolutely bonkers match, and they they kicked they kicked the shit out of this one. Mm -hmm. I do, do we want a little? To... Do we want? So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I'm gonna give this this whole pay per view a high meh. Mm -hmm. I liked a lot of the matches. A lot of them. There was no bad match in this card. It's yeah, kind no. of like I'm going to them. I'm, I weighed it, and I was like, okay, got it. Two markouts, couple mehs, a bunch of high mehs. I'll meet in the middle for them for now. Mm -hmm. It was a great first impression though 
I agree. For fucking sure. And I'm hoping that they keep putting on awesome fucking pay-per-views or shows like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of more shows like this, do we want to hear a little preview of what they got coming up on the show we're going to? Uh, yes, actually. On that game I, to come, they have some they have some matches announced for the card. I can't remember any of these because they announced them in the middle of the show, but my brain is on full match mode. So what is it? Because this is so, be new to me. We have we have uh, I believe there's two tournament matches yeah, next week. The semis, the two semifinal, yeah, two semifinal matches. We got Brian Keith versus Titus Alexander and Alan Very Angels excited. versus Robert Martyr. As we Very know, as we excited. know. For both those matches. We have a tag team match between Arez and Latigo versus Black Generation, which is El Bendito and El Elemental. Oh, we get to see some Lucha shit IRL. Lucha shit, go. yeah. We have a three-way tag team match between Marcus Mathers and Trey Lamar versus the Work Horseman, which is Anthony Henry and oh, J.D. Drake. Oh, let's go! I love me, Vers- J.D. Drake! Versus... Oh, what the fuck? Bussy! Effie oh. and Alley Catch! Wow, that is that is a character-filled match. Holy, what the fuck? There's a singles match between Lufisto and Willow Nightingale, which is going to fuck. Oh. There is Tony Deppin versus Balian Aki for the Super Let's... for the Super Asia title. That match is going to fuck. Starboy Charlie versus Yoya. Ooh. Sunny okay. Kiss versus Kid Bandit. That'll be a great match. And a triple threat between Matt Seidel, Michael Oku, and Titus Alexander, who's in a second match. God damn, that's a... F- Titus that's Alexander a- with two matches next. Co- two matches on the next show. I think they actually mentioned that during this show, didn't they? He did, actually, yeah. He's like, I'm going to take the... T- I think he was like, I'm going to... I think he was talking about taking the teller winning, and I was like... Titus I Alexander know. working double time. I thought it was just, you know, I thought he was just saying, like, I got another promotion somewhere, and I was like, oh, okay. Nah, two Damn. matches, two matches, same show. He's got a triple threat and a semifinal match. That's that show is that's a great show. Yeah. I'm very excited for that. Holy moly! I, I don't believe the whole card's even announced yet. So if, if this already. is if this is all the matches, that would be dope. But if if we I'm, get some surprises too, but I'm man, already very excited to see a Lou, lot. Lou of Fisto versus Will. I think Lou Fisto and Will Nightingale is going to be a sleeper hit. That one is going to be great. Um, Sunny Kiss Kid Bandit's also going to be good. I think. I have faith that Aki and Deppin is going to be awesome. I feel yeah. like there's going to be a very good contrast of uh, both a, a meeting in the middle of styles as well as a contrasting characters that I can't wait for. The three-way tag team match sounds super fun. Alan Angels mm-hmm. and Robert Martyr sounds like it's going to be a banger based on what we saw from them this pay-per-view. I have a lot of hope for this pay-per-view because, I mean, like, if it lives up to the same one and they go for two for two, I'll be happy. Yeah. Oh boy! And that's that is August. If you want to watch that, that is going to be August twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. You can watch it on Fight TV, uh, but or you can buy tickets on Eventbrite, I believe. Uh, me, like I said, me and Zach already got our tickets for Second Row, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm stoked about it. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Um, normally this would be where we would pre we would give you a little bit of a a, a taste of uh, the matches we got set for next week. But but we don't really have any yet, so be surprised. <laughs> yeah, it'll actually be a legit surprise. Yeah. It hasn't been like that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're going to be surprised because we haven't picked our matches yet because it has been a busy week for me and Zach. All, for me and Zach. Uh, so we never really got the chance to pick matches for next week. So we, But, but there will be an episode next week. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll be back to our normal formula for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And then we're going to be talking about uh, our time at uh, Garden State Pro Wrestling, Thy Kingdom Come, when uh, 
when we go live. Can't wait for that episode. Yeah, that'll be a fun fucking episode. But yeah, yeah. no, right. When you uh for that episode, expect something like this. Much shorter format than what we usually do. Mm-hmm. Much more brief. Yeah, we Quick. just we just we just felt like we couldn't really ignore this one because A, it's a new indie wrestling promotion, B, they're from New Jersey. So it's yeah. like hitting our wheelhouses here, baby. Like you can't yeah, exactly. you can't we mess gotta. it up. We gotta. Yeah. Uh so we are super stoked to hopefully continue our coverage of uh how Garden State Pro Wrestling is doing and uh I can't wait to can't wait for all their future events. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, that is going to that is going to do it for this episode of Independent Waters. Like I said, next week we'll have we'll have more more indie wrestling matches for you. Back to our normal formula next week, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but we have some big news, and that is that the Countout uh, the Countout Wrestling Podcast Network has launched their own Patreon. So you can subscribe. You can subscribe to our Patreon. We have three different tiers. We have our three dollars support tier, our five dollars kayfabe tier, and our ten dollars shoot tier. Three dollars support tier gets you a thank you, and it adds you in, it adds you as a member of the content of the month club, which means you'll get a random piece of exclusive content from the Patreon every month, uh, and it'll change every month. So you'll get a new piece of content uh, every month you're subscribed. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our kayfabe tier for five dollars a month, which gets you. Uh, I thank you. It gets you. Uh, it gets you a special color on your Discord name if you join the Discord, which you should also do. Uh, it gets you all of our all of our exclusive wrestling content and any previous exclusive audios we had on the network. And we have our shoot tier, which is our ten dollar tier, which is everything from the tiers listed beforehand. Also, you get our new D and D, our new Dungeons and Dragons show called uh, Cantrips and Clotheslines, uh, which is me. Which is myself, Zach Batista, uh, mm-hmm. Ash. Myself, Zach Batista, bleh, bleh, Zach Batista. <laughs> one of us got a tongue to one My- of us fuck it up. Another one's got to fuck it up. The which, equals out now. Yeah, we, you can you can get access to our Dungeons and Dragons podcast, which is myself, Zach Batista, Ryan Nicey, Ashley Rose, and uh, and our and our dungeon master Jared. Uh, we are doing an awesome adventure, which you could follow along with if you stay subscribed to the $10 tier on our Patreon. Uh, we're putting a ton of work into this D&D podcast, and we would really appreciate it if you uh, subscribed and t- took a listen, because I think you'll have a really good time. We're having a really good time recording it. It is an awesome session. We love all of our characters. Uh, Zach, you want to give the people a little preview of who you're playing on the D&D show? <laughs> but of course, I am Andre, the, the Redeemer. <laughs> Me and my sword, Angelina, will crush my god. And I'm John Meowxley. I'm a tabaxi fighter. Uh, you know, I'm here to punch things and uh, help the team out in any way I can. Uh, yes. And that, that, that's a little preview of our characters on the show. So go God. check that out as well uh, when you subscribe on the shoot tier of our Patreon. Also, I didn't even finish what you get uh, on the shoot tier of the Patreon. You get everything from the tier, the D&D podcast, and you get to join a monthly Jackbox party pack uh, game night with the with the members of the Countout family. So, oh. yeah. So if you are on the ten dollar tier, uh, you get you get to you get to play Jackbox with us once a month. That's sick. Uh, so join our Patreon. Go subscribe over there. Uh, we would really, really, really appreciate it. You can also join our Discord. Uh, we can well, the the link is on our Twitter uh, and in all of the descriptions of our podcasts. Uh, you can go subscribe to the Canada Network wherever you get your podcasts. Go subscribe to Indie Waters wherever you get your podcasts, and give us a five star 
review on Apple, on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, and you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Indie Waters, and you can follow the Countout Network on Twitter at Countout Pod. Uh, and join our community over there. That's where we're based. That's where we're most active, and we talk about stuff that's going on in the wrestling world. So, if, and so if you have suggestions for matches, you can send them over there. Or if you just want to hear us talk about what our opinions on the world of wrestling and see where we see all the links, all the matches we review on this show, you can head over to our Twitter uh, at Indie Waters. Um. I believe that about wraps it up for the plug. Zach, you got mm. anything? No. All right. Well, that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. And never stop subscribing to the Patreon. Bye! Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Countout Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the shows.